All right, well, why don't we do lesbian bed death, <laughs> veganism, and lesbian porn? <laughs> Who says we're not diverse? I'm Kathleen Stock. And I'm Julie Bindle. And this is the Lesbian Project podcast, all the sapphic traffic for anyone who wants a bit more lesbian in their lives. Good morning, Julie. Good morning, Kathleen. Where are you? Because it doesn't look like uh, your normal gaff. No, and I'm clearly not in London, in North London. Um, I'm in St. Lucia on what is laughingly known as a holiday which to me means that I wear a T-shirt and sit outside whilst doing my work. Yes, that's not really, I mean, that's what you like though, isn't it? Let's face it, you wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't, but there is an element of bad luck in terms of the timing for this holiday because I was determined to do nothing except for, of course, this, which is fun and I enjoy. But a deadline, a big deadline I have to write a piece that is a long read and I'm working in collaboration with a data journalist. Our holidays kind of clashed, so her holiday is later this week and I have to get it in before she goes. So it's just how it is. Okay. So laptop, laptops can be coming There's always a reason, isn't there? There's always a reason. <laughs> but you know what? It's really lovely here. Although I've just been for a swim and I've got bitten by a load of sea ants. Who knew they even existed? Well, what... Are they actually, have you had a chance to Google and see whether they're related to ants or, or are you just taking people's word for it? I have. I've, all I've Googled was the existence of sea ants in case some of the local people were trying to encourage me to go back in the sea at some stage and therefore, you know, eat at their restaurants and stuff. Despite their, well, I mean, I was worried it was jellyfish, but nothing was clinging to me when I came out of the sea. Um, and it did very much feel just like little stings that you sometimes get with salt water if you have a, a graze on your hand oh. or something. But it was all over. And so I legged it out of that water quick as a rat of the drain pipe. And were now you I'm going to find another bit. Squealing at the same time. Or were you I quite wasn't, I was, uh, wasn't butch. I was very, let's just say, mild mannered about it all. Right. I was just thinking, I'm Don't not going to make a scene. Don't make a fuss because I'm British. And there you go. And the other thing that's happening, of course, here in St. Lucia, which is a beautiful island, um, is that they don't have a Negroni on the menu. And so I'm having to expand my cocktail repertoire. So I hope you're having one of those drinks that I've obviously never had because I've never been anywhere that we might have them of a coconut with two straws and a large umbrella. No. Here's the really upsetting thing. So this island, I mean, I'm sitting just looking at a breadfruit tree, which is incredible. And breadfruit is something that is now prevalent on many menus with a vegan option because it apparently tastes like, has a texture like, pulled pork. But Is that jackfruit? Is jackfruit and breadfruit the same thing? No, I think they're different, but they're both used in that kind of meat substitute. But at the moment, it's been a very dry season and we're not in the fruit season who knew there was a fruit season on a tropical island but we couldn't get any fruit for breakfast for love and the money so i've just sent the lovely harriet down to the local town to source any fruit possible she'll probably only come back with bananas and a carton of fruit juice but right. you know what can you do but in terms of the cocktails kathleen i have to tell you this you're going to be proud of me I tried a rum punch. It's not my thing because I don't like very fruity, long cocktails. 
like you, I like a quick hit. I'm on the margaritas. I'm on the margaritas. Oh, you are? I'm on the margaritas. I never, after all the horrible things you've said about margaritas over the years, uh, how the mighty have fallen. So it's been a bumper week in uh, Lesland. uh, And the first thing we're going to discuss is Kristen Stewart and her appearance on... Uh, the front cover of Rolling Stone, dressed, for those that haven't seen it, though I think you should go and check it out, um, in a kind of leather waistcoat, nothing else on top, and then a pair of wide fronts, and she's got a hand down the front of them. And um, this has caused some ructions, allegedly. I mean, it has. I have seen some some, uh, critical takes of it, although I think that classically what is happening is what always happens when so basically some radical feminists or even just feminists object to it and then this gets reported as right-wing horror mm-hmm. conservative horror whereas I don't think it's necessarily the same thing but um there have been people that really don't like it very much uh thinking it's objectifying and uh sexist basically even though it's sort of clearly to me anyway it's it's oriented towards women it seems to me so what's your take have you seen it i have i don't like it i think it's quite ugly i find it quite aggressive there's a painting by an artist called i think it's sadie lee although i've probably got that wrong she's an extremely good artist and she's done some incredible portraits but this particular one that is very famous of hers is a woman dressed in, in butch drag, basically. And she's dressed in a classic man's suit and she's got slit back hair. And she has her fist thrusting out of the open zip, the inside of her, her suit trousers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of reminded me of that. Um, it's not that I think that men necessarily will get excited by it and therefore I find it a pure objectification and therefore I don't like it. Let's face it, some men get turned on by a dustbin in the street, right? A pile of leaves in a garden. I really don't care, but I think it's, I just find it ugly. I just find it just Mm. really aggressive. And it's not that I have any ideological issue with it. Why would I? Well, you might. No, I don't. Well, yeah, I could. But, um, so it's just not for you then, it's just not for you. Yeah, I like it. I'm afraid to say I did like it. I mean, it's not, um, well, I mean, it was hot, I thought, I'm afraid, or not afraid, but it is like, I mean, it's, I don't know, it either does it for you or it doesn't do it for you, that picture, and I always liked Kristen Stewart, and I always thought she was a dyke, like, she has a very dyke energy, although apparently I read in the interview that she's bisexual, so it's, um, as these things always do, they do, you know, there's an uh, initial kind of ripple of reaction and then that allows various journalists to write several more articles about the reaction and then Kristen Stewart can then speak out about uh, the reaction and content is generated almost infinitely. But um, I saw Kristen at a press conference talking about it and also what I saw at that point is people, men, criticising her appearance online at that press conference and saying she's uh, I think it was um, that American 
sort of outright commentator Tim Poole, but he was saying, oh, she's basically given up. Given up, been given up trying to look like trying to satisfy a very, very narrow um, and kind of repulsive vision of what a Hollywood star should look like. Yeah, she probably What they mean is she's not sexually attractive to men because she's not doing the faux lesbian pornified pose for men. And that that is what I do like about it. Yeah, it's exactly. not one of those poses. It's not for men. And he but can go and take a running jump. Sexist in that way. I mean, I would your response so a lot of the rad femmes I saw talking about it were just saying, Oh, another how how amazing that a woman can only get on the cover when she's taking her clothes off. You know, that line which is wheeled out mm. a lot. Mm. Um do you think it's still demeaning for women to have even a very dikey looking woman wearing Y fronts on a on a cover no. cover like that? No, I don't. I think that there's all kinds of reasons why women get on the front cover and women don't get on the front cover. And interestingly, I was just reading something about Kate Millett, who wrote um, Sexual Politics back in the 19... I think mm-hmm. it was 1969, 1970. And it is such a key text. And it mm-hmm. is... I mean, those have argued that it is the foregrounding, the kind of building bricks of the theory of radical feminism. Mm-hmm. And... And she was on the cover of Time magazine. Now, this is a woman who is not would not be seen by men as conventionally attractive. She certainly didn't dress for men, pose for men, make up for men. And she was on the cover of Time. And there was such a hoo-ha from others that were thinking, why can she get on the cover of Time magazine? And X can't, you know, right. African-American woman can't, this woman can't. And it was all this kind of bun fight. 